0: My barrel, barrel. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Hey. Brooklyn. Hey. Brooklyn. Hey. Brooklyn. 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 How's it going, Brooklyn? This is a Brooklyn bite. uh It's your boy. Podnam. And your boy... A oh, pod drew. A pod drew, yeah. You, you lost a lot of momentum quickly. Right? I did, I did. I, I slowed it down a little bit. Um, kind of like uh, a little ISO Joe action. You know, slow it down. Kill him with the, the little dribbles there. Dribble into
1: the lane for 10 seconds. Possess,
0: possess the ball for like about 20 seconds of the shot clock. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yo, so... Playoffs happen. Uh, a lot of stuff has happened since we last talked. They are happening. It's yeah, it's they're still, still happening. Um, and I have not checked any of the scores, but Appreciate I think... It. I'm going to do that now because I believe there
1: is a game as we speak.
0: Atlanta is playing Washington right now. Uh, I know it was tied when I first checked.
1: Um, but it on, why would we watch the game when we can just talk about it? Yeah. Not um, having seen How about let's play
0: out the game. Uh, all right, Chris Humphreys comes in. Right away, um, that's pretty quick. Bro. Immediately. That's a, the most obscure uh, player in that series right now. Oh, I'm sure it's not. I think we could think of someone more obscure. Uh, Let's see. <laughs> Who's... On the Wizards, maybe? Um, oh, uh, well, I mean, Bojan's killing it right there for the Wizards. Yeah. He's well, also shoving people. Maybe
1: shoving they're not, people. not obscure players, but Atlanta does have a lot of younger rookie or second-year guys. That uh, actually. So I, come in. I wanted
0: to... Uh, check something out and t- talk to you about this real quick because before we get into the recap of the of the players, I uh, I put together a list here, uh-huh. and I want you to give me your thoughts on this. Uh, we have Bojan Bajanovic on the Washington Wizards, MT3 on the Milwaukee Bucks, D. Will on the Cavs, Joe Johnson on the Jazz, Pierce on the Clippers, Humphreys on the Hawks, Thad Young was on the Pacers, Allen Anderson on the Clippers, Chris McCullough on the Wizards, Sean Livingston on the Warriors, still on the team, but they won, and Jason Terry on the Bucks. Now, what do they all have in common, Padre well, Drew? I thought you were saying all former Nets, but Jason Terry was, was not on the Nets. He was totally on the Nets for about four months when he got traded from Boston to Brooklyn in that okay. trade. And, um, and what was the 2nd last one on the list? Because I don't remember. Uh, Chris McCullough. He's not really that oh, okay. relevant. So, yeah,
1: form, all former Nets that are in the playoffs or have just been eliminated in Thaddeus youngest
0: game. Now, if you put that team together, is this a playoff team right now? Oh, run it by me real quick again. We got uh, Bojan Berdanovic, MT3, D. Will, Joe Johnson, Pierce, Humphreys, Thad Young, Allen Anderson, Chris McCullough, Sean Livingston, dot, J. Terry as well. Well,
1: current day... Of, like, their how they all are currently, I would say no, not a playoff team. Mm-hmm. But if we could take the their all of their peaks, that could be a playoff team, maybe. I, I mean, it's still
0: borderline to me. I mean, there's still some guys in there that would have to play bigger roles than they... You know how frustrating that... I mean, can you imagine, like, uh, members of your Cavs team from, like... I don't well... Know, and, like, desi- dissipated from, like, going on these other teams. And that's part of the NBA. I get it. But still, like, it's just... It's so it's so hard to like sometimes watch these players. The only one that I'm super excited and still also miss him so much is what I mentioned, Iso Joe. Uh, Both John's been playing well. Uh, most of these players have had it, it pretty much an impact, except Chris McCullough and Alan Anderson. Uh, all of them had an impact on the playoffs. And who would you say the best player on this uh, list is right now, other than Joe Johnson? Right, right now, yeah, right not, now in the playoffs, because sure, obviously like Paul Pierce in, would in be the, for the
1: for his career. Um, other than Joe Johnson, I can't say. Yeah, I mean, that's the one we agreed on. Well, I mean, that's the thing, because no one, uh, that's why I had them as still borderline, or not being a playoff team, because I don't think anyone's doing that great else on the list. He I mean,
0: do, wasn't do that well for you? I mean, he did have... He early, hasn't played really, hardly at all. He had a blow-up quarter that one Well, game. look,
1: the Cavs, bucks only played, I mean, the Cavs, rather, Pacers only played four games, obviously. Thad Young did a couple of things, but he certainly wasn't, like... It was all the Born Ready show, Lance Stevenson, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, so he was overshadowed already. Thad Young was or just didn't have as much to do. And D Wells, yeah, yeah, he's barely played. So,
0: so it looks like Bojan Bonanovich is the second I guess I best would player on that. And that. But but, I,
1: but what has he been doing? Um, I haven't seen every Wizards Hawks game. Obviously, I'm missing the one right now. You're not.
0: You're not watching Wizards Hawks.
1: Uh, but I did just check the score. It's almost at the half, ended at four seconds to go in the half. It's Washington fifty, Atlanta forty-nine. So and if Washington we wins, we might be missing a good one here. Yeah,
0: Washington wins. The series is over, right? Um, not technically, they're but they're up. Uh, they would. Two two, or is it two it's, two or three it's a two? two right now. It's okay, three five. so uh, you know, enough on that Nets pseudo talk right there. So in terms of recaps, what do we have so far? We have the Cavs eliminated uh, the Pacers in four games.
1: Just the, I mean, just the reigning Eastern Conference champs and what slash champions and Western Conference champs are. They both swept their opponents out. Every other series mm-hmm. is still ongoing, uh,
0: except for Houston. That's Union true. Oklahoma I misspoke.
1: City. You you are correct, Panaman. Yes, last night as we record, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, bearded ones. Yes, the, they uh, the uh, the Thunder were handed the Gentleman's sweep, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and Russ was very uh, frustrated, obviously. Uh,
0: so is Russ Westbrook? I mean, everyone's comparing him to. Is he the new Kobe Bryant, basically? And he, he does everything kind of well. His way? Kobe, well, I mean, the comparison and in is, terms of like their. The player I, on the team. I know where you're going. Yeah. Man.
1: Like, just, just I was going to say, obviously, it's Kobe had help at a lot of points. And it, when he had the help, he won the championships, which yeah. he, Russell didn't. But in terms of having to take all the shots, or the majority of the shots, it, it, it is kind of similar in the aspect of right. you... And now, Kobe wasn't even getting into all the rebounds and stuff like that. But it is, it is similar in that um, they, because they're so clearly better... Um, they and they have the greater will than like most average players would will to win or want to succeed than they are. Maybe doing more than they should, and that could be the, to the detriment of their team. But it, it's different in the aspect that this is like the prime of Westbrook's career right now. Right when this was with Kobe, this was toward the tail end
0: of his prime. Into I would say the there was line, so I would say 2000. What was it 2009, 2008? That's when like. Right when he got the palgasol Gasol people, like, and before that he was losing to the Suns, like, in the first round a couple times. Yeah, so
1: you're talking about the in-between shopping. Right, the- right, right, right.
0: Well, he was still, obviously, he was killing it. He was, like, Durant scoring 35 a, uh, a game, leading the league, because who else yeah. is going to score? That's in the period where he obviously had the 82. I think it was two years only he had his, two years off, yeah. really. And then the last two, three years of his career, but... Whatever Kobe and his thing. Uh, what, really, is, what do you think about it though? You agree with the... I, I do. I do to an extent. I, I'm actually thinking that you know they're definitely like Oladipo had some capability, but whatever it is, uh, I forgot who he was talking about. I think it's Jalen. Jacoby who was talking about how every backup point guard that Westbrook had, they've been shipped off, um, like Cameron Payne recently. Um, uh, Reggie Jackson. Um, there's a couple other ones as well. And is that to to the response? Of, is that Sam Presti doing that? Or is that Westbrook saying I don't fucking need anyone taking my minutes? I think it could be a combination of two. But like he didn't have no. any backup really coming in into in for him. Uh, it was no, a really interesting. A couple point. playoff teams yeah. don't have good
1: backup point guard so far though, which is strange. You'd think these teams would build it better. I mean the the Grizzlies are another obvious one. Mm-hmm. Where when Conley, Mike Conley's out there, clueless, a point guard. Yeah, um, yeah, I would agree with that. The the Celtics, to an extent, um, don't really have a good backup.
0: They good don't back. really have a lot. I mean... They don't have a lot. Of, there's they don't a, really have a really, team. But, yeah, like a top. bottom. I think they're like a 10-deep team that can kind of switch it up. Because yeah. Yellow Green, for example, other the game, he started and he started producing... Uh, like crazy, eighteen points off the bench in the last game. Um, so let's send some eulogies. So we got we we talked about the Thunder. What uh, what was your uh, opinion on them? Like I guess moving forward, is this a team that could be good, or is it just like they should just stick to their guns and let Westbrook find a backup point guard? What do you think? I know we just talked about it kind of. Uh, so
1: going forward, what do I think? Yeah. they should do or yeah. what they will do.
0: Or I mean, let's just let, maybe we should just talk about them in death right now. Forget, forget the future. In Death. Yeah, I mean their team is dead right now for the 2016, <laughs> right, 2017. Eulogizing. So eulogizing them, I I would. Eulogizing. Well, that would be that would be looking past rather. Forward, yeah, you know. I, I I didn't know what I was trying to say. I, obviously, I'm not making a lot of sense today. Um, <laughs> no, there's no... I don't know. You don't need the today qualifier, or Oh, right, right. Uh, you, 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 uh, you made it clear theory. for me. But any notes, basically, on this season with the Thunder? I think
1: they... Well, actually, to kind of tie in what you're talking about, I do have something. Um, you know, um, Whoa. let me just pull it out real quick. Oh, uh, you got... It's nothing untoward. I know so I said... Oh. this thing out. But uh, if you recall, we did a um, a pre a preseason preview for the Eastern Conference and Western Conference. Yeah, that's, that's a nice origami you got there. But uh, yes, we uh, that's just a swan I made. Isn't? <laughs> it's um, you know actually it's a it's a Chris Bosch head. But no, it's not related. Uh, but we did not write down when we did it. We didn't write down at the time what our our picks were for because we set our picks for the amount of games each team would win. Yep. But we did not write it down at the time, and even if you listen back to the podcast, which I did, both of them recently, Whoa. we were we were getting things wrong of what we said you know, a minute after the fact of, of the number we picked, right? But I did listen back to both podcasts. Okay, we did a good job. Yeah, I wrote down, I had written down the final records for all the teams, and then what we had picked at the time. Wow! So to tie that into the thunder, I was going to bring that up anyway, but to tie that into the thunder. We were we were simpatico on the Thunder preseason. We both had them at forty nine wins exactly. Mm-hmm. They finished with forty seven wins. Um, and so, your question about what, how did it go with what I? thought. How did it go with the Thunder? It, I thought that it, obviously what I thought preseason is about. What happened? They won two less games than we both thought. But this is this is kind of the ceiling I saw for them this season. Maybe if they'd gotten a different draw in the playoffs, it could have potentially been different. Uh, You know, who knows if they got matched up with the Clippers somehow? Maybe they would have, you know, with the Clippers, the whole issue. Maybe they would have won won the series. But I never saw them beating the Rockets, which obviously they didn't. Most of the other teams I wouldn't see them beating. So uh, I think this, with just Westbrook, um, you know, doing what he's doing and not the whole lot of help. Yeah. Um or maybe he's just turning away some of the help purposely. And that that's I think I don't think they're more than
0: a first round or maybe second round playoff team if they get a good job and that's about it. Yeah. I mean if the Clippers with their talent and we'll get I guess we can get to them or whatever, yeah. maybe this podcaster Ness no, can't even get to like past the second round, how's the Thunder gonna do it, right? Um Without KD, one of the best players in modern day right now. So, right. But but since
1: I have all these numbers here, I mean, <laughs> you can talk about the other team out in the West, Portland, that got. Swept, oh, the other switch. Um, yeah, other and team what, what um What do I think? So, well, we yeah, have before that. What? What well, do you remember? What? So they they ended up winning forty one
0: games on the season. They actually forty one and forty one. Do you remember what you had for them? Uh, t- uh, well, the way you're looking at me is definitely not around there. Um, I would say twenty nine. No, I fooled you in my look cuz you're
1: actually very close. You had 43 and I okay. had 44. Okay. There was some that you were pretty far off on, but there was some that you had exact. So, I didn't hit a single one exact, I don't think. Yeah, I think you had two of them exact. But but there's a couple where you were pretty off and there's a couple where we were both How did off. we do with the Born? But overall, I think we did pretty well. How did we do with the Born Ready Pacers? The other team that Yeah, the other lost. team that's out um so they ended up winning 42 games on the season. Now, this is one where we were both a little bit off, and you especially were way off. So. <laughs> I had them at 46 wins, which is four or less than they got. Um, you, I remember, if you listen back to our Eastern Conference preview, this was your team that you were real, this was your Eastern Conference team. That my dark you were real horse? High on. Yeah. This is my dark horse. Like, you really thought they were going to turn it up this year. You had them at fifty-two wins, which is ten less than they got. But but that would have put them at you were you were saying they're going to be close to the top of the of the conference. But they had potential. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I mean, so actually, judging by your numbers, you you would have had Cleveland number one, Pacers number two,
0: Boston number three, in your finishing order. Right. So and then and that being said, I mean, with the Pacers losing, not only did they lose my faith in them. But they've also lost my faith in, uh, I guess, Larry Bird, because he hasn't mm-hmm. been relevant in a while. The bird is mm-hmm. not Well, the coaching
1: is really what kind of crushed them a little bit. Nate McMillan? Um, yeah, I mean, he did a pretty bad job, everyone would say. He has got fired a couple times already. Um, and Vogel, you know, maybe they needed to mix it up from him, but, I th- you know, uh, he actually goes down to the magic. And we, we both had uh, Orlando doing... Well, Better than they did as well in this yeah. preview, but uh, maybe they didn't need to go away from him. But they could have got someone else than McMillan.
0: I, I don't know, um, maybe but Bird. I don't know. You think he's going to last there a long time? The so Bird's always going to be there. It's just the yeah. fact. It's the fact that uh, this team did not change their culture really a lot. I mean, they. It looks like I think they might be sellers after the season if they don't. Uh, they did acquire oh, some salary. Yeah, um, and Paul George can flip from maybe a first round and two two picks. Um, and Lance Stevenson was a good experiment again. It felt familiar, but at the same time, they didn't have enough other parts to keep them together. Really, you yeah. know. So with the run ready. Do you
1: think kind of like I said about the Thunder, where maybe if they got a different draw, they could have won a series. Not saying they could've won a series against one of the top It's think like they Boston. The news, but if they had played or maybe they could have I mean, yeah, if they yeah. had a got shafted with the Cavs, right. who LeBron never loses first round has right. in years, what do you think could have happened? Yeah, so if it was Boston, let's say it would Yeah, be- I mean
0: I mean talking about just moving on to Boston real quick and, and Bulls, I mean you can tell with the whole Rondo injury, which we didn't even talk about. Is the series is completely fil- flipped, and these are—they had an eight-man rotation. The Pacers are a lot deeper; they're a little more veteran and savvy. You know, I would think that they would be able to control uh, that series. But I mean, yeah, I agree with you completely. Um, now to the last one to the Blazers. Uh, what is your? Uh, what did we do? Uh, did we already discuss that? Right? We did. Yeah, we were close on them. But okay. But uh,
1: they. Well, so from what we were saying preseason, um, actually, we were pretty accurate. The Blazers. I think mm-hmm. um, we were we were kind of saying like they have a lot of potential. Right. They should be borderline playoffs or just over the, into the playoff hump. Um. And, but we we were pointing out some of the their detriments, which were lack of a good um, backcourt, mm-hmm. um, top heavy team. Yeah. And um, we were and yeah we were we were bringing up some of the pieces and some of the players we mentioned didn't even end up having. Much effect on the season, right. right? But either overall, we were pretty close, actually, in what ended up happening with them too. Well, actually, the
0: one though I remember us talking about was the Denver Nuggets and Nurik and right. Jokic, and Nurik is like been like their their uh, piece from heaven, really. Like he's exactly. been killing it, and, and he, he didn't did. get to play the whole um, right series for the Blazers. So right, poor Plumley has fell into irrelevancy yeah. again. All and you can be sure
1: we mentioned him on our yeah.
0: preview. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, okay, so. I, I, for next episode, maybe we should come up with a yeah. I, unless you know the tally of you beating me or me beating you. Because I no, know I'll, we talked about. it for
1: next episode. So maybe we can eulogize a few more teams. The rest of the yes. first round teams. In our yes. Next one.
0: Yes. And then uh, so re- for the go- ongoing series, rapid fire wise, uh, Atlanta Wizards is being two two. Who do you got best out of three right
1: now? Oh well, to to, um, to talk about the other, um, if you want to just go to our playoff preview, yeah. which is obviously more recent. You were high in Atlanta. You had them beating the Wizards. Meanwhile, I was high on Wizards. Had them getting to, to face the Cavs. You know, two rounds from now in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Now I'm not as sure because even this game right now is like almost tied at the half. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to go Wizards because mm-hmm. I think Atlanta just has kind of a curse about them. Right. Right. But less confident than I was.
0: Um, certainly.
1: All right. Um, Bucks,
0: Bucks. Um, sorry, uh, Raptors. I picked Bucks, I know that, for an upset. I was high on the Raptors, I kind of yeah, flipped it. We're I, Raptors. Get. Yeah, I Raptors. still do. I mean, I want Bucks. I, w- I would much rather see Great free
1: versus LeBron, but uh, with them losing Game 5, I think they needed to get that one. I don't think the Raptors are going to lose 6 and 7. It might go to 7. I could see both these series going to 7. Wizards in 7. Um, and Raptors in seven as well. So as well. I
0: think we both agree Celtics now winning. Uh, I think we yeah. think them anyway. Celtics possibly Let's not even talk six. about that. Um, it depends on
1: Rondo of how. I think he's playing tonight. Oh, he's coming numbers? back tonight? Yeah. Oh, good for him. He's going to try at
0: least. might not be.
1: A, it might be he's going to be good like, good like a wrestler.
0: She said Marv would like this reference. Mm-hmm. He'll have a little cast on his hand, Lex Luger style, and just hit him over the head with it and pretend like he didn't use it and then pin him one, two, three. So maybe that might happen <laughs> to Isaiah right. Thomas.
1: Speaking of Marv, we got a new nickname for him on the Mr.
0: Is Relevant Pod, which everyone listened to those episodes. Yeah. But. Uh, Old Cheesy Bastard. Old Cheesy Bastards. All right, let's wrap this up. Rapid Fire, uh, Clippers, Jazz. Jazz just went up 3-2. I'm going to pick, obviously with Iso Joe, I'm going to pick Jazz. Jazz. Who do you got? Jazz and 6. And then, um, shoot, I'm forgetting the other ones. Uh, Memphis, uh, uh, I'm going to have
1: Spurs and 7, I'm going to say. I think the Memphis will win game 6. Okay, and the last one. Jesus, I can't remember it. Um, I'm out of it today. The last one is...
0: All right, guys, and we are back, you know, just up in the buildings, buildings plural. You, you saw how I, I said, uh, or you heard how I said that, right? Right? Right, Padre? I, uh, not only did I hear it, I did see it as well. I
1: sensed it every, uh, I, I smelled it, Padnam, everything came wow. through. Well, I'm glad. the what you're glad. saying. Now, it's, it's a smart of you to make reference to the buildings, plural, because, you know, for the first part of this podcast, we were together, in the same building, right? We were. But now we've parted ways. You know, I've I've rode back to. I took the long ride back to, Casterly Pod, and I believe now you're back in Studio
0: A. Am I right? I'm in. I'm in the A. I'm in the A. You know, it's it's where, it's where the heart is. That's what people say, right? Uh, Studio A is where the heart is. It's where my
1: heart is, at least. Even though literally, it's not usually my body's not usually there, but. But listen, uh, when we spoke together, we, uh, we were doing eulogies, right? Mm-hmm. Funeral for some teams that were done. Of course, there was all the, the teams that never even made the playoffs, but we were doing them for the playoff teams that have been deceased. At the time, there was only two, but since our long ride to our various uh, studios here, there's five more teams have uh, been chalked up, as they say, pushing up them NBA daisies. We need to eulogize all them bad boys. What do you say, Pad Nam?
0: I'm I'm a fan of this, but I just open I got opened up a browser and I got some breaking news here, Padre. Um, oh. Chris William is upset about Kate's topless pick scandal. It's a painful reminder for him.
1: Hmm. Now I remember we saw them at the Nets Cavs game we went to, right? That was yep. them. Yep. They met with Jay and Bay at, at the court. And at the time, they didn't throw them picks up on the Jumbotron at Barclays, so I didn't even know about those.
0: Yeah, I would think that, uh, you know, as an entry point to America, you have to get, like, that TNC pick scandal thing, you know, going on. I think that's just, that's, like, mandatory, right? Well, it should
1: be. It certainly should be. That Barclays dropped the ball on that one, but, um, you know, the Nets play there, so what's, what's that's to be expected? But... Um, taking shots at the Nets.
0: Uh, we, we, did we really eulogize them? I mean, I guess we kind of did. Well, I think I think eulogizing them, we did. We talked about the season. I think I mentioned like uh, two things about the season. They sucked, and they had a terrible record. That's really it. Um, there's yeah, nothing really that... more to talk about. I mean, it's just optimistic uh, from this point, which I mentioned a couple podcasts ago. Maybe it's episode yeah. 99, if I'm this... not correct.
1: Did we ever mention, you know, earlier I was talking about, I, I calculated, uh, or I went back and listened to the podcast where it predicted each team's, what each team's record would be, and now at the end of the season over, it was fun to go back and look at it. Did I mention what we had for the Nets? I don't remember if I did.
0: Um, No, uh, I don't think you did. I think we just talked it. about the NBA yeah. playoff teams, like the ones right. that are playing right now. So. so
1: before the eulogies, we'll get into that real quick. So... Do you remember what Brooklyn's record was off off Dome? I have it here, but... I think it was
0: 19 or 20 wins, I think.
1: It was 20 wins. They got to the double deuce there. Uh, 20, not the double, the double... Is that right? No, double deuce would be 22. So 20 wins. Now, I predicted preseason. I had them doing a little better, even though I did have them finishing last in the Eastern Conference, as they did. I had 23 wins. You were a little more optimistic at... Twenty six wins. You actually had twenty three for Philly, having them finishing last, and Philly did better than we both thought. They finished twenty eight and fifty four. I said twenty five. Again, you said twenty three. So okay, okay, that was how that bottom worked out. So we were both uh, a touch opt- more optimistic on the Nets than uh, than has turned out. What do you think about that?
0: I think I think it would make sense because we're a little more close to the team physically in proximity and also me i'm a little more invested right. so i i have a i wouldn't even say it's a bias it's just a insider scoop where i think they're going to do better that's it
1: no i thought i remember the time when we made the picks anyway in the eastern comments preview i think maybe you did say that you were being a little a little bandwagonish with your 26 win prediction you were being a little higher on them than most people would because of your fandom if
0: i recall you know hey we don't speak about this ever again Padre. This, that, that never happened okay? Okay it never happened but you know what did happen though uh, while, while we're
1: down there at the, in the dregs of the Eastern Conference there was one team where now you had some pretty good picks as I mentioned a couple of you hit on the head there I don't think I got any exact but, and you, you did get a few exact but one where you were now I was off on this one but you were way off on this one do you know where, where I'm going here?
0: i'm gonna say uh is it a western conference team
1: no no i'm going i'm still talking about the bottom of the east here no what well, was, was the team that finished a uh, third place from the bottom wow
0: um i was not
1: thinking... the not the Knicks that were 31 51 but the magic the magic that's was, right yeah that's right do you remember what what your optimistic uh, prediction for? Them? i thought uh, they were
0: a- eighth or seventh seed i think that's what I was thinking did.
1: yeah you had, you had them at uh, actually they would have been your yeah like your seventh seed in this 42 wins you, you said for them and they only mustered uh, 29 so that might have been the furthest one you were off on I would say you uh, you were uh, pretty actually far off on the wizards as well
0: uh, right now we're talking about wizards uh, 8780 uh, th- two minutes left in the third quarter uh, oh. th- these wizards are down 1. Uh, uh, That's right. I th- I think this is John Wall's night if it hasn't been already. Yeah, it has been. I've been
1: watching him. But he's been playing well. Um, but while we're while we're keeping track uh, tabs rather on this one, shall we uh, shall we hit our first eulogy, or do you want me to talk more about the our our uh, miscues? No, no we can. a preseason prediction.
0: I'm sure we can visit that throughout uh, the playoffs mm-hmm. and see how horribly we did, and then also determine what our punishments. Our bets were uh, based on preseason. Right. Did you tally up the wins, or or we'll just reveal that later?
1: No, nah, maybe next episode. Yeah, I didn't really tally up who was closer on some. I've, I've just been cherry picking some of these stats here. Okay. And like I said, you got a couple exact. I don't think I got any exact. I think you had two or three. Um,
0: so when you're saying when you're saying cherry picking, are you referring to like Kevin Lowe throwing a full court pass to LeBron James, just leaking? Uh, you know, like. Cherry picking? Yeah, he's just well, that's more
1: his... of a. I don't know if I would consider that a cherry pick. You, LeBron wasn't standing under the basket, or you know, he was running. He was just running to the other end. It was more of the uh, t- quarterback tight end in the end zone connection. You know, the the Hail Mary. Okay. Um, and yeah, great great Cavs game yesterday. They they clowned on them boys, Toronto. But we can't eulogize Toronto yet. They're not dead yet. Only one game into that series. Who we can eulogize though? Let's let's talk about that since we we're talking Wizards just now. How about these Atlanta Hawks who were defeated by the Wizards in six games, right?
0: Yeah, my, my prediction was definitely uh, off there. I, oh, I, uh, I went in the I went into the playoffs, uh, knowing the Wizards were good. I think I talked about how good they were and predicting that they would have a shot. And then I just flipped everything. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna spice it up a little bit. I'm gonna put a little paprika in there, a little bit of uh, a little bit of turducken in there, and then also, <laughs> also Wait. you know, some jelly and peanut butter as well. And now, uh,
1: no, pardon, no Not to sidetrack, get sidetracked here. But do you think that turducken, which is a, a extremely decadent, hard to make, uh, ridiculous. Uh, main course, I would say. You think that's a seasoning that would pair with, like, a paprika? I think it would be a perfect pairing. Uh, yes, definitely. John Madden over here. Well, why were you so high on the Hawks? I mean, I I guess I remember from our playoff preview, you did have them repeating as the uh, going back to the Eastern Conference Finals against
0: the Cavs like last year, which obviously won't happen now. What? Well, what uh I don't know. It's a good question. I, I felt the main reason was the fact that I thought Dwight Howard would want to rebound and show the NBA that he's a legit center still. But the thing was, Budenholzer barely played him. <laughs> so, so it was like yeah. my, well, my my opinion on that. And then also a couple other elements I didn't think of. Like, yes, Tabo Stefalosha healed from that uh, physical injury of NYPD fucking up his leg. And he was able to sue them successfully and win. But emotionally, maybe he's still fucked up over it. You know, oh, just so mentally. Really, think? Yeah, okay. and then Mike Scott uh, had a drug and DUI arrest today. He got cleared. That's uh, that's a little bit of breaking news here. Uh, but Mike Scott's not playing, and neither of the Hawks. So, yeah, uh, but, but if yeah. if
1: they're they're relying their season was relying on Mike Scott, I mean that's that, that's not a team that's going to win a playoff series. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, I, I guess. I had seen that the well well just to touch on Dwight quickly I think we could do a eulogy for his career in general do you not I mean do you do you think he has anything left here I really don't
0: well I don't see I, him
1: being on an, any championship I, team I
0: I keep on I think I'm going to st- keep the belief in in Dwight and I don't know why I want Dwight to succeed for some reason like he he was supposed to be I mean I don't know if it would be a good thing now hindsight but he was supposed to be on the Nets. And then he opted into that magic deal, so it kinda of spurned the Nets. Um, he even told his coach and players that he was going to the Nets or he's gonna be traded. So then I, I don't know. And then I the fact that he got he had beef with Kobe and then maybe I sided with him with a Dwight Beef, you know, over Kobe. And then and then the James Harden thing I don't know I just felt like he needs another shot from like not just like impregnating all these other side girls but like just making sure that he can actually be a valuable player you know he could do that on the side anyways
1: well I don't know really, from what you just said I don't see how this is an argument for him or why he deserves another shot you just said he spurred your favorite team the Nets yeah he had he screwed up James Harden all this stuff Maybe if you don't like Kobe, I read you sided with Dwight, but obviously it didn't work out there or in Houston or wherever, so I, I don't know. I
0: uh, I it, don't see it for him, but. Do you think there's any empathy for Dwight Howard in the NBA, or they just all hate him kind of like people, uh, players hate Blake Griffin as well? We can talk about him later. Well, do players
1: hate Blake Griffin like that? Yeah,
0: yeah. They they think he's Hollywood because he does all that comedy stuff, and he used to be like in mm. a lot of commercials, but, I mean, Lately. Well, not used to be. still is, right? What commercials is he in now?
1: I think I've seen him. You know, he's in that uh, <laughs> uh, pistachio
0: commercial he's
1: cracking them nuts. I don't know, man. I've oh, the, him, man.
0: the pistachio commercial. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's cracking nuts. I see. I see. Okay. Yeah, Where's a green tie? That's him, right? Right. He, dunk, yep.
1: he dunks a giant pistachio on, over a Kia? I don't know. Yeah, I, um, I think that would be his commercial. Yep. Yep. Well, what, what about this Hawks team, though? Let's get off Dwight here. Uh, the Hawks themselves in the series... They did get a couple wins. I was kind of saying that they, they needed to... Toward the end of the season, they're actually relying on the young guys in their bench a little bit to provide them a spark. In the regular season, they're they, had, they kind of hit and miss or up and down. The young guys could provide a spark. Even in the series when some of them played, they did as well, especially on their home court. Right. But is this team getting blown up at this point? I mean, what about Paul Millsap, obviously the star of the team? Is he back, or what? what do you, what do you think?
0: Um, or is this I think
1: the, it for for these Hawks that might be a lottery team next
0: year? They have. I mean, this is their story of their the Hawks' life as a franchise. They're able to get either, you know, into the playoffs pretty consistently, and either just get knocked out of like the second round or first round. And for a lot of teams, that's successful. For um. I would consider Atlanta a major city in America. for I think it's like the fourth largest anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, for a team like that where, you know, there hasn't been a lot of winning, especially with the Falcons, <laughs> you know, blowing that, um, they, the Hawks have been consistent. You know, the Braves have been. So they've been the ones that have been consistent in showing up. They had that number one seed a couple of years ago. The Nets played them. Um, they, they tied it up 2-2. I remember that was exciting, uh, and then they lost the next two games. So there has to be some change, what I'm saying is uh, Mike Budenholzer, I think he's still the culture creator, but the NBA is a player's league. It's not the coaches' league. So mm-hmm. uh, I think he might be out, out on his ass because they made those moves. The GM made the moves to sign Dwight, to uh, trade Teague, and to uh, re-up Dennis Schroeder. So I'm sure they got some thoughts uh, going on for the future. So.
1: Hmm. See, I don't know if I agree with the Budenholzer point. I, I don't think he's out, gonna be out, if that's what you're saying.
0: Well, I think it's a possibility. I'm not saying it's. Actually well, yeah, it's a happen. possibility. But I think it's I think sooner they'll... than later. So.
1: See, I don't know if I agree. I, I think maybe that Millsap will be out. Maybe that the core of the team from these past successful years will be all gone. Okay. But maybe they're... Budenholzer seems like he could be the coach to, for a young team or. To get to kind of maximize potential of players on the team, so I think w- if they go f- rebuild here, I don't think I don't think there will be a coaching change. I'm gonna put that one out. So that's a prediction for me, but but I um, mean,
0: I mean the the only thing they have I, the good thing is they're in a good spot with uh, some of the young players like Tory uh, yeah, Torian somebody, somebody Prince somebody right um, mm-hmm. and uh, shooter. And uh, I guess. Hardaway Jr. Yeah, Hardaway Jr. I think he's a free agent this year, so. Well,
1: they could try to resign him. Um.
0: Yeah, so I, I think I think they're in a good spot and making some decisions. Yeah. The only one that, you know, you would kind of regret. I don't know how much uh, Dwight actually was paid. I don't think it was a max deal. Um, no, it
1: wasn't, but, um, but probably still more than. I would think he's worth. I
0: think it was less than Al Harford, too, which is the player that left. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, that, uh, I, I'm
1: sure it was less than Al got from Boston, but right. Um, right. well, if if that's gonna wrap the the Hawks, I don't know if you had another point on the Hawks or not, but um, uh,
0: no, no, no. I, I think um, well, let's uh, let's, I think let's, they're let's, good.
1: Let's jump uh, conferences then, because I'm gonna draw a parallel between them and another team we need to eulogize here which is the Memphis Grizzlies. What, the clutch, griz. clutch City? The not, Grit,
0: no, Grind, and Grizzlies. No, they the they Grind think. City. Clutch City yeah, is the uh, city. Rockets. The Grind House.
1: That's the gr- right. The they were clutch yesterday, but we're not talking Rocks. Um, so the, the the reason I'm paralleling them with the Hawks is because kind of what you said a minute ago, where the the Hawks have been around for the past even almost to a decade at this point, past seven, eight years playoff-wise, but haven't got over any type of hump, and I feel like the Grizzlies are. Well, I st- well, I think their core is better. Uh, currently, I still feel like they're in a little bit of the same position. Do you agree?
0: Yeah, uh, totally. Uh, the Grizzlies uh, have been uh, there consistently, even three coach changes, which is crazy. You know, mm-hmm. um, they've had three coach changes. All decent
1: coaches, too. I think no one, no one that was, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go talk about Hoiberg in, in a little bit, but no one that's that was bad. Uh, right. in my opinion. Right, right. Uh, so... Well,
0: well, you said Hoiberg? No,
1: mean... no, I'm saying we'll talk... I, just because I said bad coaches. So I'm uh, okay. saying we'll, we'll get to him <laughs> soon. But, uh... Okay,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they, they were able to keep a core of uh, of four players, Gasol, Allen, Tony Allen, uh, Mike Conley, and uh, Zach Randolph. And the crazy mm-hmm. part about it is they all took turns being injured during a playoff run or, like, during the season, and they right. still were able to put together a playoff team every single time. Uh, which is crazy because usually one of those injuries to a yeah. core player uh, will devastate a team. But the Grizzlies, they, they grind it out. And they added Vince Carter for the past two or three years, I think two years Good or time. three years. Oldest
1: player in the league. I don't I know. Oldest player in the league and dunking Jeez. on
0: everyone, playing defense on the best player on the court and Kawhi Leonard. Like this guy yeah. what steroids he's taking, I don't know, man. I,
1: I <laughs> He's just got that old man's strength. He doesn't need steroids. But is Uh, did he say he's gonna retire now, or is he coming back next year? No, the way he played, there's.
0: I don't know. I think Paul Pierce is. Forty years old. Forty, that's not. Yeah, but that's in like in uh in uh, VC years, like air you know air up there years. Is it like a little lower because he could jump over everyone? Gravity decreases their age. Well, the, I don't know if you got the memo. The Grizzlies no longer play up in
1: in Vancouver, so he's not... What are you talking about? No, I'm
0: talking about V.C. He, he's he got hops. Oh, V.C. Yeah, not not Vancouver.
1: That makes more sense. I thought you were saying BC, like British Columbia, like the Grizzlies. Like, I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> Never mind. I thought you were trying to say some Canadian air. It was like... Because well, I was thinking Canada because he used to play there. Well, Canada, Never mind.
0: Hey, shout-outs to Canada Air for not pulling any... Uh, People off planes, they're they're, That's they're right. killing yes. them right now. As of yet,
1: yeah. no, <laughs> uh, but but all right. Vince Carter aside, um, the Grizzlies. So you were talking about the injuries this year. Was Tony Allen? He was out for the, the playoffs, which didn't help. Obviously, he's one of the better defenders. Um, also, they they signed Chandler Parsons at the beginning of the year. Basically, got hardly anything out of him. He didn't play. And he was out as well, injured most of the year. So, their I mean, their main two guys are Conley and Gasol will be back both you know they locked up um conley long term gasol i don't remember what his status is but i i I think he's got at least one more year if not two on his contract i believe yeah uh randolph's getting long in the tooth at this point too so i don't know how much longer he'll be around but yeah gasol conley that pick and roll and everything that's their main go-to Fizdale, i think you know he showed some fiery uh coaching in this series I was kind of I was kind of rooting for them against the Spurs. I'll be honest; they ended up losing in six to Grizzlies, but they made it close every game. Spurs had no answer for Conley, which might speak more to their own issues. But uh, with this Grizzlies team, they just don't have quite enough to get over the hump. Ever, I think we were talking about it. Like, was this your idea that Carmelo could go to the? Not that it would probably happen, but a team that could fit in well for Carmelo it would be a team like this who needs that score yeah I would
0: say now is not now it's just not Carmelo maybe a team like Paul George would be a perfect fit for them you know like I think they're going to look to build uh Carmelo be perfect and uh for many reasons and and you know not only would he be able to uh stretch out the floor and have a go-to score in the clutch which Usually it's either been Gasol or Conley, um, you know, as their go-to scores. But those are very unnatural go-to scores, you know, like point guards. Uh, only like Isaiah Thomas. I guess there's no more point guards in the league, so I guess Mike Conley is a good fit. But if he's being doubled, who's going to be wide open or who's going to run out isolation? They don't have any isolation players on their team. Vince no, Carter really. used to be, but not not anymore. Like maybe Chan-
1: maybe they thought that was going to be Chandler Parsons. I don't know, but um, yeah. it's – is not what happened. so I, I just don't really know what else to think because I don't think Paul George would sign it's not a team that free agents is looking sexy to free agents Memphis is in a city for that um, and you need a LeBron style you know a LeBron status player to get the free agents to maybe some of these cities otherwise where people aren't necessarily going to go so I don't think they're going to get George or Melo but I don't. I think they're kind of going to be stuck I don't know what they should do
0: um, yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, they're probably just stuck in no man's land. Like teams like Memphis and OKC, is hard to recruit uh, players unless you have some connection to those cities or, um, you know, or a, good fr- a really good friendship with uh, that player where you just, like, oh, I can't, I can't imagine not playing with this guy. You know, uh, I, I think Conley's great, but I don't think anyone in the NBA is like, oh, man. I need to play with Mike Conley. You know, like that's not right. something being said. Um, but uh, I did. I did talk about the Pacers real quick, and I, I want to just uh, go back in the, one second. I was talking about how uh, they need a change in management, or in our eulogy for them. Uh, Larry right. Bird stepping down. Uh, that's I called it, Pod Drew. I told them to change it up. They done switch it yeah, up. Yeah, you did call it. That's right. Yeah. Yep. yep. I, I feel vindicated. Now Larry Bird for snubbing me about fifteen years ago when I went to the Boston Celtics summer league uh, games and I said hey Larry Bird and he just like walked away from from my almost pie faced me without touching me kind of thing you know just mm. it it was it was embarrassing Drew I was I was thirteen years old and uh, I I just didn't know how to react to that he took the
1: invisible pie from the, the Larry Legend huh that's that's gonna scar a young child it is well. Well, uh, so this is your revenge then? Yeah,
0: say, saying he's going to step down. That's my revenge, yep.
1: <laughs> calling it calling your shot on the pod. and On this very same pod, yep. since we stretched this one out, you called it early. Just rewind if you want to hear that again. But... Oh, my
0: God. Oh, my God. There's Kevin Farley and David Spade is uh, at the Celtics Arena right now watching the game, and they're dancing. So that's breaking okay. news.
1: Well, oh, so this is gonna be like a, a, are they are they filming a uh, a crappy sequel to Tommy Boy with Farley's brother in the in the
0: role instead. Uh, I well, I would hope so, or it was the other one Black Sheep? Black Sheep,
1: yeah, it could be, yeah, worst movie, but uh, mm-hmm. for the sequel, I guess that would make sense. All right. Well, well, uh, speaking of, uh, well, no, are the, are the Farleys from Chicago, by the way? Because I'm trying to find a good transition to talk bulls here. think they might be
0: why would they be in boston they must be filming something then
1: right well they probably are who knows maybe they just want to go to the game they're rich celebrities but uh i think chris farley and the farley family are from chicago where the uh the bulls uh fizzled out quite quickly after they got up to an unexpected uh 2-0 lead on the road they uh then as i as we kind of said they probably would um once rondo went out then they dropped uh you know, then they dropped four in a row and lost in six. Most of these series were over in six games.
0: Yeah. No, uh, I mean, there's nothing more to say than the fact that uh, Rondo was like Rondo from a couple of years ago. You know, uh, when, when Pierce and, you know, uh, Garnett, he was doing everything on that team. He was he a was man. And, you know, you just take that away. Uh, you don't have a really good backup point guard. You actually don't have a, a strong rotation in general. You're just well, the, and
1: and they're not consistent on who they play. So Rondo didn't play a lot of the season because he was in like the doghouse or whatever, and and Hoiberg wasn't playing him. Then all of a sudden he starts playing again like a month with the, a month to go in the regular season, and then he's their big guy for the playoffs. Which good playoff Rondo's good, but then he's hurt, and then they don't know what to do. I mean, Hoiberg to me is just one of the most inept coaches in the NBA. I mean, do you disagree with that? No, no,
0: I completely agree. I, I don't uh, think it, he knows what he's doing. Man. Is he getting canned? Is he gone? He's been two years in there, right?
1: I would can him if I was management, but I don't know their their front office as well. I know a lot of their fans complain about the front office a lot. I think the organization in general is a little struggling right now in terms of knowing what to do. Um, I don't, I don't know if the GM wants to to fire him, even though I think he should. But I mean, technically, they made the playoffs. No one expecting them to win anyway, so you know they didn't. They didn't have the roster to really compete, so maybe run it back they're thinking. But I didn't like the team preseason. Actually, let me let me see what I had for them. I I seem to remember not liking them. Let me go back to the records here. They finished forty one and forty one five hundred. Yeah, you actually had them. So you did like them, uh, Podnom. You had them at forty five wins. We were, we where they finished was right in the middle of our predictions. I had them at thirty seven wins. So we were way split on this team preseason. And they finished in the middle of our expectations, so... Yeah, yeah Interesting, I, but...
0: I think... Uh, I think if they had Tom Thibodeau still, they would have been better um, than... They would have different pieces, too, but... Yeah, I think like, I can't expect- see
1: Wade on the Thibodeau team, you know? That's a thing, and, like, I don't know. Hmm.
0: Well, Fred Hoiberg, anyone other than Fred Hoiberg, that's what I was saying.
1: Yeah. But, but, yeah, not even just the coaching. The roster, roster doesn't make that much sense. Um... Yep. Uh, and they weren't playing the right guys. I, I don't know what, what much else to say about the the Bulls, really. I mean, do you have anything else you want to talk about to eulogize them?
0: Nope, 97-96. Wizards up, Six, eight minutes
1: remaining. Well, oh, nice. We'll keep track of this. Well, I guess maybe just one more thing about the Bulls. What about Jimmy Butler? Is he going to be on the team next year?
0: They they always flirt with trading him, and he's been their best player. He's proved that he can be a go-to scorer, a clutch scorer, too. Mm-hmm. Um you know, definitely this year more than ever. I mean, last year he did a lot too, uh, but you added Dwayne Wade and Rondo. You know, to uh, um, you know egos, and he's still able to be the best player by far. I think I think he will be shopped, uh, but I think the Bulls are too dumb in their management to figure out something that will work for them. So at, in the end, he's just going to stick around and try to recruit some players to sign uh, in Chicago. Yeah. All right. Well,
1: I'm, I was kind of worried that the Celtics might get him somehow. So hopefully that won't happen. But um, what if the Celtics? I don't think they would do this necessarily. But what if the Celtics offered the Bulls their number one or let, whatever pick they're going to get? It's going to be a lottery pick. It's going to be in the top four probably. Could be the number one pick from your. You Brooklyn mean their Nets. number four pick?
0: Their number four yeah. pick is going to go to the Lakers for number one okay. overall.
1: Well, let's split the difference and, and say they get the two, the number two pick. Let's just say what that's what they yeah. get in the ladder in a couple of weeks. Um, would they be willing to trade that pick for Jimmy Butler? And would the Bulls accept that deal?
0: Yes. Uh, it would be dumb for the Celtics to, if they have a point guard right now and the two best players in the draft, their top three, are point guards, um, you know, and they're thinking they could, you know, Brad Stevens is smart. I'm sure you can figure out a way where Isaiah and whoever, Alonzo Ball or someone else, can play uh in two two sex. but like you're trying to win now you're in a number one seed you can't wait for a rookie to just uh no matter how good they are um to kind of just add. if they were number four or five seed right now then i think oh wow they just went up 102.99 um then i think then they would draft a player and worry about you know isaiah and all the other stuff later but yes i think that to answer your question i think they'll trade at this, uh, during this draft for whatever deal, because they were quiet at the trade deadline when they could have acquired a player to, I'm not sure who, but I'm sure they thought about yeah, it. Yeah, they, they weren't
1: getting Butler or a player that level at this trade deadline. It wasn't on the table for them. But yeah, they definitely wanted something. Well, I don't know. Uh, the thing is, I don't know if Butler did go there. I don't think they they have to. They still have to resign Isaiah Thomas. I don't see him Thomas and Butler being on the same team. I don't think it's going to work out for them money wise, cap wise. So. Might not be possible, but they might be better off with, with Butler. I mean, who knows? It's hard to say. Like, and the other thing about the Bulls series, I guess, is to, it started on a real down note for the Celtics with Thomas's sisters dying and everything. And so maybe that was part of why the Bulls even got any wins eked out there. Probably had something to do with it, right? But let's let's uh, all right, so the other team in the East that needs to be eulogized the Milwaukee Bucks now. I'm disappointed because I wanted I wanted the Freak versus the King. You know, I wanted the series we're seeing now to be Bucks cavs not just from a viewing standpoint, entertainment standpoint. I didn't want more Raptors-Cavs. I wanted the Bucks, but it didn't happen. Uh, it looked good for them for a little while, but again, another six-game series. The Raptors got it done in six, uh, even though they got yeah, blown out. Yeah, I mean, of the they tried. The Bucks, um.
0: All you can say is they battled. They battled. And they tried. Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, rookie uh, playoff mistakes made by Giannis, especially that last game uh, where they got eliminated. Uh, Giannis had a shot to, like, he wasted too much time, should have either thrown up a three or passed it to a wide-open yeah. man, went to the hole, and uh, it was like three seconds left. They couldn't foul. The game was over. So
1: Yeah, and some rookie mistakes by Brogdon, too, who started off the playoffs pretty well but kind of fizzled off a little bit, too. So this is their young guys, very young team. Now, this team still, I don't think this is that sad of a eulogy for them. It's sad for me because I wanted them to keep playing, but it's not sad that much for their fans, I don't think, because they really do have a bright future ahead, it would seem, with your old boy Jason Kidd coaching it up on the sidelines. So what
0: what do you think about preseason? Do you remember what you had for them? Um, I had them maybe in, like, uh, ninth or tenth in the East, something like that? Not in the playoffs? Yeah,
1: you had them out of the playoffs, that's true. I had them in. Now this is um, another one that split the difference exactly between us because they finished 42 and 40. I had them with 44, you had them with 38. Oh no, so it didn't. I'm sorry, I had my math wrong. That would would have split the difference if they were 40. We used said 38. So, uh, either way, you were a little down, you were a little lower than I was a touch over what they got, but not too far off i mean we uh you know they did meet expect my expectations at least almost but but even uh i don't know at the beginning of the season i don't know if i was considering some of their pieces like a brogdon didn't know much about him they didn't get your and parker again most of the year maybe he'll be an injury concern forever who knows maybe he's just one of those guys but they start getting something out of him in the years down the line here i mean this this is looking like a team that could um be a Toward the top of the Eastern Conference sooner than later. Disagree.
0: Um, I want to believe in that, and, and the fact that I'm a fan of Giannis, and I was so pumped to, and to excited to see him in the playoffs on the main stage. But I just don't trust in I don't trust in kid um, as a coach, and uh, I don't trust in the fact that their pieces. It's not a good destination for you know uh, players to be recruited. So good thing they acquired so chris middleton and jabari parker have gone through season ending surgeries uh and they crazy enough when jabari parker went down literally the next game uh chris middleton came back um so i think the universe is saying they have to choose between one of them uh and 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 decide and hopefully they can turn that into i don't know uh, a better piece i'm not a fan of tony snell all that much i think he's overrated and he's been
1: um, D- decent backup um, guard.
0: No, he's a, starting sh- he's a starting shooting guard for them. So
1: Right, well, I'm saying he's a decent backup. So I I, I, I I, agree I'm not a fan of him in his starting lineup per se, but if he's coming off the yeah. bench, I don't think he's a bad option. Um, yeah, I think,
0: I think Dwayne Casey was able to exploit uh, Greg Monroe being on the floor, um, yeah. you know, not being able to catch up with even Patrick Patterson uh, shooting threes and stuff like that. So I don't know. I, I'm just not optimistic until they make some moves this summer. We'll see what they do.
1: Okay. So you're still a little pessimistic on the Bucks, but I, I'm just looking at the who finished above them right now. And I could see, right. They finished sixth this year. I could see them at, at easily at finishing third or fourth next year, but we'll see. Um, one more team to go for the old Yagoogly here to quote uh, Mr. Dark Zoolander. Uh, and that would be everyone's favorite... Well, the team uh, for everyone's favorite commercial actor, Blake Griffin, his Clippers. He uh, got eulogized maybe a few games earlier than his other teammates there. Um, but uh, because he was injured, but, as usual, but uh, Chris Paul went down to the end and uh, mm-hmm. it just wasn't enough. They ended up losing in seven, in, in typical Clippers fashion, I would say. They forced the game seven with a huge win in game six in Utah, enemy territory, and then they come out flat in game seven. They just didn't have enough left in the tank, and they got run over in game seven.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that team um, is Doc Rivers even a good coach? I mean, there's a lot of questions. Blake Griffin was supposed it's to be hard
1: a to tell, yeah.
0: franchise player. Um, you know, like they're they're not. Uh, they have to blow up this team no matter what and they know i think they know it they've been saying like oh steve clifford on the bs podcast bill Simmons, he said no i really love this team uh, doc rivers they all say the right thing um, and deandre jordan he's a he's a defensive player and he can rebound and block but in the league that has shoot you know smaller people uh, shooting threes or even big men shooting threes like Brooke lopez and he could barely make a free throw does he even fit in you know and and the, the long Scheme of things, and I think yeah. uh, I think the only matchup that worked out for them was DeAndre versus Rudy Gobert because they're similar in being defensive players. But that's after that. Yeah. I mean, they, they Gobert get shredded was up banged by Warriors. up a little
1: too. So yeah, yeah.
0: right, right.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I still think the Jazz will probably get shredded by the Warriors too. Either way, so either either team that was going to win this is especially because they got tired pushing into seven and banged up. Either team's going into the slaughter likely, but. Yeah, this Clippers, I, I would imagine they are going to get uh, blown up. But I, my, my friend had an idea that Blake Griffin would fit in really well on... I don't know if this would ever work out, but how about this one for size? Blake Griffin to the Thunder. Pair him up with mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook. I, and it's I, been when mentioned. I heard that, I was like, that's a, that's a good... Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I had not heard too many people talking about that. Maybe I just missed that, but um, I, I actually think that sounds like it could be a good plan because... Griffin's not going to be the star, the main star of the team, uh, so he, I don't think he's ever going to be the type of guy who's going to carry the whole team on his back. Obviously, they could have used him here. He, he's a really good second option. And behind a, a, or in, in league with a, a Westbrook, I think that's kind of what that team could use. No.
0: Well, um, no, I agree with that. Him going back to Oklahoma, that's the main thing. Like, he played college in Oklahoma. Um, they yeah, love that him too. there. Yeah, and Westbrook... In him are cool um being fashionistas that they are um the one thing that i would be i guess wondering or curious is i would think it would be a three-way trade or a four-way trade or something like that like crazy i don't think anyone direct because like who is valuable off the other than Steven adams uh who's really valuable that you know teams would like to get in exchange for blake griffin you know that's
1: the thing. That's why this is kind of. I don't think it. I don't know that it would actually work ever in terms of getting the deal done. But well, I don't know what the Thunder are gonna do. But um. But, well, what what team is? Uh, we're talking Clippers here. But what team is? Griffin. What team is suited to get Griffin like that has something to trade for them? What would the Clippers want?
0: It's uh It's Carmelo Anthony to L.A. for Blake Griffin, um, to New York.
1: I well. I'm not a fan of that. I don't think that's going to help either team much. Well, who even knows what's going to be with the Clippers. If Chris Paul leaves, Carmel bringing him in, is, you know, what that's just going to be the Knicks' west. And then putting Blake on this Knicks team, he's not a fit, good fit for the Knicks, especially if they're going to ride with Phil Jackson still and try to force this triangle thing. That's not a Blake Griffin style of offense. It's not going to work. I mean, he needs to be on a team where he's free running, I, I think. You know, he... Uh, they... They a team that moves the ball around a lot around the perimeter, and then they can throw it to him cutting onto the inside, which Chris Paul is great at, of course. When when you have him as your point guard, I I do think he needs to be paired with a good point guard. Um, I don't. I mean that that next Clippers swap that that helps no one in my
0: opinion. Um, yeah, I, I think they're just both teams and like players in purgatory. There, that's the thing. Like they. Yeah. Um, Carmelo wants to play with his friends. He wants to be, you know, like uh, like LeBron did with uh, you know in Miami, but he loves money. So uh, now that him and uh, uh, Lala are separated again or whatever, I think he's going to start playing with his uh, mm-hmm. mind and his and his penis at the same time. So why not?
1: <laughs> well, I think he was already doing the latter. That's why they might be getting <laughs> separated. <laughs> Uh, by the way uh, they i I saw someone talk about this on Twitter or we talking about eulogies uh someone on Twitter was eulogizing the old banana boat because LeBron's the only man standing from that uh, in terms of still alive in these playoffs right now
0: that's true that's true uh, old man Wade time took over he couldn't really couldn't really oh, uh, get past uh, the Celtics and then uh, Chris Bosch unfortunately we don't know when he's if he's coming back at all it looks like all signs really point to his career's over, and then what we got Carmelo just chilling, uh, in Brooklyn in New York City, uh, you know, hanging out with ladies and doing art stuff. I guess I don't
1: know. Yeah, drinking wine. Um, speaking of getting past uh, uh, Boston, though, they uh the Wizards are up five now with about three minutes to go in this in this year game.
0: Yeah, uh, this game is crazy. Uh, I I'm glad that we're doing this podcast, but if we weren't, I would just hang up right now actually you know what i think i will hang up right now i I think i'm gonna go and go oh, watch okay, go watch the rest of this game you can handle this yourself all right i'm out um peace well okay i mean i i want to watch i want to watch it too i mean
1: all, all right later padnam well i guess that, that'll wrap things up for us uh it's your boy padrera signing off here hope you enjoyed these eulogies we'll be back for another episode soon with us so maybe when uh the second uh, round is nearing an end or over, and we can eulogize a few more squads in this year NBA. And, but go ahead and stay subscribed, please, to or subscribe if you're not already to the pod, the feed where this podcast comes out. That's a uh, Brooklyn Rebound, uh, or sorry, Brooklyn Rebound Network. Now, Brooklyn, oh! Brooklyn. Brooklyn.